for real for real so i can see your beautiful face Mm. there she is there she is and all her 31 years of glory (sighs) how does it feel exactly the same i'm just as tired sleep deprived and anxious (laughs) as i was at my lower back still hurts (laughs) (laughs) and it's not just because of my period it's just because of how old i am now (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) i sent matt this t-shirt that i saw like that on an instagram account yesterday that was like be kind to me my lower back is hurting (laughs) and I was like oh my god I need that like always like I just would wear that every day because my lower back is literally always hurting my dad sent me he's like oh you're gonna love the birthday card I sent you I was like oh boy what's this gonna be and it's no I I meant to send you a picture of it but on the front cover it's this cute girl in braid like a drawing a cartoon or whatever and it says Uh better to be one year older and then you open the card and it says then one day late And then my dad drew in in big sharpie, not exclamation point. <laughs> like, I get the Rick. hint, dad, you want me to have a baby. I get That's it. That's amazing. <laughs> I told him at your wedding, I was like, Rick, I'm on team pregnancy. Like, I, will I got do the baby shower ready. Power. Yes. <laughs> I will. I'm trying my hardest. That's so am okay. I. That's for another podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So 31 is, you know exactly the same i'm lucky to be here yeah another day 31 flirting and what is it yeah that's 30 my dad would say as he did every day growing up just another day closer to death (laughs) so that's what i grew up (laughs) (laughs) love you dad you have a morbid fascination interesting i know it's a wonder why i have this weird fascination with death and creepy it's weird that we always end our episodes (laughs) talking about our own mortality (laughs) and wonder where that comes from (laughs) we invite you to join us on our hunt for all things spooky we're here for the tricks and the treats i'm elise and i'm Haley, and And this this is is easy Easy bake coven You know, can't complain. Well, probably could, but I won't. Save that for another day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not going to be, I, I am not going to be a downer today. Mm. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to hold Any you Any more than that. talking about people who are murdered, missing, yeah. dying, etc. You know, well, you inspired me to do something a little <gasps> more fun this week. So we're not oh. going to get, you know, we're going to like work our way back up to covering the, you know, really depressed. Yep. I mean, it gets a little depressing, yep. but overall, I think it's fun. So. But before not our, that, not our darkest. No, episode. no, not our darkest. But actually, that's kind of funny because our what were you? Gonna oh, say? I just want to say what's in the news. Okay, <laughs> so this is like very lighthearted. Yes. But I just googled weird news, classic, and this was from the twentieth of this month. Oh, so good. A few days ago, <laughs> just the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. What the headline is: Dog saved after drone carrying sausages lures her to safety. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I feel like I could picture Stella loving that. Oh my god! Is yes. that a helicopter with sausages? Yes. <laughs> so this um, this dog is named Millie, and she's a Jack Russell Whippet mix. Oh. And she, I guess this happened like mid January. She disappeared. She like sl- slipped out of her leash in England, mm. in Hampshire. Oh. Hampshire? Hampshire. It's Hampshire. Be Hampshire, right? I mean, okay. New Hampshire, as Americans would say. <laughs> yes, good point. <laughs> Helen, text me if otherwise. <laughs> um, on January 13th, she she escaped. Poor and 
she was gone for four days <gasps> and they kept spotting her but then she'd like be like ha nope and like book what it you know how jerk. they get kind of oh, crazy yeah. after mm-hmm. a little yeah. feral so then someone saw her on a mud flat and the tide was rising <gasps> and they were like if we don't get her out of there now she's gonna drown like oh, no. we won't be able to get to her and she's gonna die so um so a coordinated effort involving police, firefighters, and others ensued, but Millie kept on defying rescue efforts. <laughs> That's when one of Denmead's drone pilots, Dave Pike, came up with a creative solution to attach sausage to a drone in order to lure Millie to safety. Oh my God. Who so needs hot firefighters they... to rescue a cat from a tree when you've got drones and sausages? <laughs> So they interviewed this guy. Um, he said they interviewed him in The Guardian. And he said that basically they were like, someone came up with the idea and they were like, you know what? Fuck. Like, what Let's else? Do what it. do we have to lose? Like, that's it. So they calculated the weight that their drone could like, <laughs> s- like sustain. And then they were like, you know, what? it's our best shot. So some resident on the beach um, had some sausages, <laughs> sausages on hand and she cooked them up oh and they like tied them God. to string and tied them to the bottom of the my drone. heart is warmed <laughs> right <laughs> so they said thankfully millie took the bait and was coaxed into a safer spot where she could be safely rescued oh and then the guy God. said millie was extremely brave she was also very happy to see her humans she was on her back licking her owner all over oh so i picture so millie they- being followed by raccoons and other dogs <laughs> yeah. and deer and yeah. <laughs> Did you eat just, like, all of the animals? <laughs> I'm sure they smell yeah, good. At probably least. smells good. <laughs> Isn't that just the most precious thing that they they took her to the vet? She that was fine. They were just like, yeah, so she's to rest. <laughs> That's so funny. It's so funny. Shit, I I would broke. love to have been a person watching this drone carrying sausages flying overhead. I'd be like, is that? No, there's no way that could be. Is it? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it's funny. <laughs> this happens like every week now how in sync we are because we are going to be talking about something that flies overhead that uh is hard oh. to decipher <laughs> what is it well let's just get right into it this Tell is our me everything first episode about cryptozoology <gasps> yes <laughs> we're talking about cryptids well we're talking Hell about yeah. one in particular Oh, my God. Now, yes. for those of you who don't know, I didn't know that this topic we're going to cover fell under the umbrella of cryptozoology. I didn't even know mm-hmm. really what cryptozoology was. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it is a pseudoscience and subculture that searches for and studies unknown, legendary, or extinct animals whose present existence is disputed, such as Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, Yeti, mm-hmm. Chupacabra, and what we'll be talking about today, <gasps> the Mothman. Yes! <laughs> this episode is gonna get horny and creepy! <laughs> I'm obsessed with Mothman. Like, I think that's... I know. My, my, maybe my favorite cryptid. Oh, uh, maybe Bigfoot, just because of being from the Pacific Yeah, Northwest, that's a good but. one. But Mothman was like, I kind of feel like my awakening into creepy things as a kid, because I saw the Mothman prophecies in 2002, and I was uh, just like, oh my God. Like I've never seen it. <gasps> what? I know. It's so But good. I have read the Wikipedia summary, so I know the plot. <laughs> well, I feel like it's kind of an underrated scary movie because, well, obviously Richard Gere is amazing. Laura Linney is amazing. Deborah Messing is yes. amazing. And it's just... Great cast. Yeah. Excellent cast. And I learned while researching this that a lot of things... I mean, like, I I knew it was, like, loosely based. And it is but still... But it's pretty... Yeah. It, it's pretty true to the story. Yeah. Right? And, like, the main yeah, character cool. played by Richard Gere, a lot of the things that happened to him in the movie happened to an author we're going to talk about by the name of John Keel. 
Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So my sources, actually, there's a lot of great podcasts out there already. Uh, Unexplained Mysteries podcast had a lot of great information. My favorite mm-hmm. murder had a good episode on it. But my favorite thing that I listened to about this was an episode mm-hmm. from Coast to Coast from oh. way back in 2002 where he yes. interviews John Keel and they talk nice. for like two hours about his experiences with the Mothman and they have people call Lynn. It's just such oh a God. treat. Perfect. Um, if you have never listened, not you, Haley, I know you have. If our <laughs> listeners have never listened to Coast yeah, to yeah. Coast, highly recommend you do. It's just highly. such a treat. Uh, like, why are you still listening to this podcast? Yeah. Turn it off. Turn us off. On Coast to Coast. <laughs> the only um, trusted news source of Easy Bake Truly. Podcast. <laughs> have we talked about Mothman erotica, like erotic fiction before? No, just Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> Okay, so there's people who write Mothman erotic fiction. I'm not surprised. That's like a whole. Oh my god! Have you read any? That's why I was like, this episode's gonna get horny. No. Um. When last last podcast on the left does their creepy pasta, like every year, they'll be reading like creepy stories, and then Henry will start reading something, and then there'll come a point where they're like, "Fuck, is this Mothman erotica again, Henry?" It's so funny, and it's really like it's creative. It's disturbing. It's sometimes well written, but overall very unsettling. Sometimes I get a little excited. (laughs) No, 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 not for you. (laughs) But it's so funny. Just like there's fuck, there's erotica about about literally everything. everything. It's crazy. So as soon as you said Mothman, I was like, you got a little excited. So if you haven't seen Mothman Prophecies starring the beautiful Richard Gere, I think he's mm. beautiful. I think he's great. Oh, yes. He's the like, older I get, the, the uh-huh. more I appreciate a nice Richard mm-hmm. Gere. Same with John Cusack. I just think he is beautiful. Oh. I don't know why. Yeah. I just am into yeah. it. Especially in that movie, 1408. Mm. I haven't seen oh, it. That's a scary movie. Come on. I, I, I know. <laughs> Remember, I, I wasn't allowed to watch anything as a I kid. I know. I know. These are all things that came out in like my adolescence slash early teenage years. I need to I give think. you like a list of like homework. Of, like watch <sighs> this this week. <laughs> yes. I'd be fine with that, honestly, especially if it's spooky shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, John Cusack for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Real good. So mm-hmm. for those of you who haven't seen the movie and don't know anything about Mothman, Really, it's hub in America and where we really first find out about him is in the town of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, population 6,000. Also, another stop on the EBC yes. tour. Yes. We have to go get a picture mm. with this awesome statue they have. It's like this big silver huge statue with eyes oh and God. literally looks like a mothman. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, now, just to kind of give you a little bit of lay of the land, Point Pleasant is like I said, in West Virginia, and it is directly across from Ohio. So like the state line really is the Ohio River. It separates mm-hmm. um, Point Pleasant and um, a little town called Gallipolis, Ohio. And connecting these two towns is a bridge called the Silver Bridge, which is going to come into play mm-hmm. at the end of our mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. But the first ever sighting of Mothman is on November 12th, 1966, in a little town called Glen- Clendenin, in West Virginia, which is about an hour away from Point Pleasant. There are five grave diggers hanging out in a cemetery, digging their graves. This is what my erotic <laughs> fiction starts with. <laughs> Makes sense. Sounds about <laughs> right. Five. Can I tell you that? When, when I, okay, well, maybe not. Just one. Feel a little too intense. Um, 
when I lived in New York, my friend tried to like set me up with a grave digger who worked at Greenwood. <laughs> no, I remember the story about the you telling someone you volunteered at Greenwood. Green, this is a different no, no, no. guy. No, a friend that worked for Atlas Obscura, like I used to help out at their events uh-huh. at Greenwood Cemetery. And she was like, wait, have you met like such and such? And I was like, I don't like who's that? And she was like, oh, he's like a super hot guy who's a grave digger here. Like, and I was like, uh... what? <laughs> was he super hot? But it hot? never, it never happened. Oh, we never, it never, what know, it was bummer. like one of those things that like, oh yeah, we got to like connect you guys. And you should like, have like filled yes. out a missed connections on Craigslist. <laughs> you are a grave You've digger. Never heard I'm of a freak. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't know I exist, but someone told me about you once. <laughs> once or twice. Wanna go out? <laughs> <laughs> so, good. so they're all in the cemetery and you know, suddenly they have this creepy feeling and they look up and they see a man sized bird flying from tree to tree. Now, I think the most interesting thing about this account is the number five. This will kind of be a trend throughout the sightings. Oh. There's a lot of uh mm-hmm. moments where we'll see five people at a time are witness to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so three days later on November 15th at 1130 there are two teenage couples driving through an area called TNT in Point Pleasant now this mm-hmm. area back during World War II was a munitions factory so they'd create all the ammunition for the war or not all but a lot of ammunition for the war yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. and now cool. it's 8,000 acres are home to 100 defunct bunkers and <gasps> oh, yeah so and they're cool. really creepy looking like if you google Point Pleasant TNT area you'll see all these really creepy bunkers so Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Li- Linda Millette are all driving around in their 1957 Chevy, just out for a good time, being crazy young people, when all of a sudden, in the TNT area, they see a large flying man with 10-foot wings. Now this creature lingers by a power generator and then shoots into the sky without moving its wings, like a helicopter. Oh my god! And most notable were its bright red hypnotic eyes. Everyone who witnesses Mothman says that it's like these, mm-hmm. they send them into a trance where like they just can't look away. <gasps> Creepy. Totally. Thankfully, they are able to look away and they speed <laughs> off because they're terrified of this. So they leave the TNT zone. They think they've gotten away from this monster. But then as they get towards this mountaintop, those red eyes appear again and the mm. monster gets closer and closer to the car and lets out a shrill ear piercing what they say squeak (laughs) i was like i can't imagine a terrifying squeak squeak i'm imagining more of like a uh you know shrill (laughs) yeah what sound do mods make like a scream yeah like a a screech maybe but there were multiple accounts where people use the word squeak Squeak. i was like "Mm." i'm trying to picture a scary squeak squeak i guess it's if it's scary because there's a huge mothman yeah. chasing you. Like with any sound would probably eyes. be creepy, right? Yeah. 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 So they're so freaked out by this that they decide to bring this incident to the police. And apparently they're like well known in the community and people, you know, aren't thinking they're full of shit. So what they say is taken seriously. Crazy. The police head out to the TNT area looking for any sign of a giant moth sized or man sized <laughs> moth, you know, like a moth sized man. man. <laughs> Very small. <laughs> <laughs> honey we shrunk them up so. you've been looking for a long time yeah. i'm stupid that was dumb <laughs> so they're looking for a nest footprints mm-hmm. poop anything and they find nothing no <laughs> like a giant, no giant sh- turd shit <laughs> uh, 13 the, trails, the trails run cold <laughs> yeah. 
But despite not finding any sign, they decide that it's worth warning the public. So the local paper. I know, isn't it? Times are so different because if that happened now, you know, there's no, there is literally no no way. way. They'd be like, you guys are on math. That's not a thing. Did you hear that on a dumb podcast? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hundo percent. Sure That's where I get my news. Okay. Yeah, but I guess like, and it's it's a small community. Mm-hmm. The police officers know the people calling. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like everyone knows like, each other. They're not going to make so that like, up. It's Steve and yeah, Linda. Yeah. They're not going to make it yeah. up. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. So the Point Pleasant Register reports on it with the headline quote: "Couple sees man-sized bird creature something." Even the AP reports on it. Wow. Right. Oh, cool. I, I what I a time that. to be alive. Ugh. <laughs> Steve Millette. It's just a looming threat of Cold War, but otherwise, <laughs> otherwise things were fucking peachy. <laughs> Metal. <laughs> Steve Millette described the creature as a man with wings and said it wasn't like something you'd see on TV or in a monster movie. But there was a copywriter who thought it did sound something like someone he'd seen on TV, Batman. Oh. And that's how oh. the name Mothman came to be. Oh, that's hilarious. I just figured it was because it was like, man, that kind of looks like moth. <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah, but That's I guess so they couldn't funny. use Batman because they'd worry that DC would, you know, sue them. So I see. <laughs> so not necessarily that he looked like a moth, but that was just a I word guess. available to I them. Guess. To a, a big guy with wings. Right. I mean, I guess like what else? You could have named him Owl Man or yeah, mm, yeah. the Dragon like, or like Man. The, wi- the winged creature yes. or something. <laughs> yeah. The winged creature. But maybe because like... Well, no, I, I was going to say, maybe because, like, moths have red eyes. And I was like, no, I don't know that. <laughs> maybe, I don't know, do they? I don't know. I guess I've never gotten close Flies enough do. to a moth. Fly, man. Ooh, that's remember another we, movie starring we, didn't we, Goldblum. Oh, yeah. We, remember we watched that during Yeah, and Haley and got all like, turned on. <laughs> well, it was like, I'm feeling really weird because Jeff Goldblum is so hot. And then he's increasingly looking like a monster. Yeah. But my brain didn't really know what to do with all of that information. My brain was disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> well your brain is normal Thank must you. be nice <laughs> so nice to hear that <laughs> so n- the next sighting is on november 17th there are, is a teenage boy driving down route 7 and he sees a gray man shaped 10 foot tall creature with again red eyes the boy says he has wings and also two legs and he says that the head of the creature is like down low below the wings which is a really gross oh. visual yeah. He tells the authorities that as he speeds away, this creature follows his car. Ugh. Two weeks later in Gallipolis, Ohio, which we know is across the river from Point Pleasant, uh-huh. five pilots, again that number five, see what they mm. appear to be a weird airplane at 70 miles per hour, but then realize it's a large bird with a long neck. Weird. Like, and if you're a what, pilot... What I, bird exactly. flies 70 miles an exactly. hour? And like, if you're a pilot... How are you going to confuse a weird airplane with a weird winged... Like, just come on. With a bird. Yeah. Right. Um, On December 1st, the Gettysburg Times published an article about two volunteer firemen who saw a strange bird with big red eyes. The monster was found chasing another couple later, you know, as another report. And they said that it followed them in their car and again said it had a wingspan of 10 feet. 46 miles south of Point Pleasant in St. Albans, West Virginia, the Mothman appears to a housewife named Ruth Foster, and she's the first person to see his face. (gasps) She says that he had enormous poppy red eyes, 
and really nothing else. He had no discernible nose or mouth. Gross, right? So creepy. So she calls her, she goes and gets her brother-in-law and says, like, you got to come see this. And of course, by the time he comes, Mothman is long gone. Wow. Now, on December 7th, there are four adult women driving up Route 30, and they see what they say is a brownish man-shaped creature with large, glowing red eyes. In total... Between 1966 and 1967, there are over 100 Mothman sightings. That's crazy. Right? You have to wonder, I mean, I feel like, I mean, people are like highly influenced and all of that. But at the same time, like especially back then, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I can't see people like wanting to make that up. Right. You know? Well, I also Because I feel like you would be like stigmatized if you were like talking about crazy shit that no one believed. Right. I also feel like we've talked about this before. You and I both so badly would love to see creepy things like this. And we obviously research it all the time for the show and did before the show. Mm -hmm. And I've never mistaken something for a creepy alien or a mothman or as much as I want it. Right. You know. Right. Like and I can't imagine that people's brains back then were so much more naive than ours. Like yeah, that they were like making it up right. for fun. Exactly. Like, not that ma- not that many people. Or like imagining it. Like how you know And I'm you just... have to wonder if all of those people had heard about the people before them. Right. Because it's not like they had Facebook and right. they're like, Oh, look what Jimmy saw and then the next day they're like, Oh my god, I saw it too. Right. You know? It's like I'm sure that it was in clearly it was in the newspaper and stuff like that, but it wasn't like It wasn't the same as social media does today. No, it's not like where it's sh- like, you know, forced down your throat all day every day like it is now like back then it's like maybe that teenager didn't even read the paper or hear about it like a town over right yeah exactly great point and what's Mm -hmm. so interesting is that all of the witnesses have such a similar sighting they say his skin was either a grayish or brownish color and that it emitted a humming sound when it flew they said he was incapable of speech and communicated with that screeching squeal They say he was between seven and eight feet tall, very red eyes. And what's interesting is a lot of people who see Bigfoot also report that he had red eyes. Um, They say his wings were about 10 feet across. And like I said at the beginning, he would take off straight up into the air like a helicopter. No flapping of the wings. Totally. He had a habit of taking off after vehicles. And he had sort of a hypnotic power with those red glowing eyes. Now, people also reported that along with these sightings, they had electrical interferences. So like their TVs would act up or the power Mm -hmm. would go out. And there Mm -hmm. were some people that even had pets go missing. (gasps) I know. There's a man by the name of Merle Partridge. He's watching TV with his family. Poor Merle. (laughs) And the power starts acting funny. And his dog, Bandit, which is a German (gasps) shepherd... Hanging bandit. out, I know, bandit hanging out oh. outside, freaking out. So Merle goes to see what's going on. Bandit is barking, the hair standing up on the back of his neck, all over his body. Oh God. And Merle shines a flashlight out into this field, and he sees these mm. bright, glowing red eyes. Bandit, oh God, goosebumps. Uh, yeah, Bandit takes off after him, and is never seen again. <gasps> oh shit! Now the next day, Merle goes looking for Bandit, and he follows his footprints through the mud, and his footprints mm-hmm. just stop. Almost like he'd been picked up, lifted off the ground, and taken oh my God. to who knows where. In in my narrative that I'm going to tell myself, um, 
Mothman was just gathering <laughs> friends, animals that weren't being treated well enough there at you home. Go. They weren't feeding Bandit enough, so he took him to a little meadow, and there was a bunny Aww. waiting for him. And they're just and hanging out. Steak, yes, <laughs> steak. Yeah, there's steak. They're having for a everyone. barbecue, laughing yeah. at the idiots of Point Pleasant. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Oh, God. I like Bandit. Poor Bandit. (laughs) Now, not only was the way he looked consistent across all accounts, also was his behavior. He often Mm -hmm. soared above Route 62. He chased cars, thumped on roofs, and never flapped his wings. Oh, my God. Can you imagine being at home and, like, all of a sudden your lights start flickering and then you hear something on your roof? Nope. (gasps) Sometimes Ben and I will be laying in bed, and this has happened since we lived in this house, and we'll hear something up on the roof that's like i mean like we all know what like rats how rats behave it's not like that it doesn't sound like that and our 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 house is pretty tall and i remember one night we were laying in bed and i was like ben ben listen to that and it kind of was like a little hop and i was like what do you think that is and he was like like half asleep he's like maybe it's a bunny i was like a bunny (laughs) (laughs) how the hell did a bunny get up on our second story roof? (laughs) yeah that's hilarious sweet ben (laughs) Sweet, sweet, sleepy Ben. So probably the Mothman is what's on my roof, sounding like a bunny. Oh my god! Uh, Tell him you're married and you love your husband. Mothman, Mothman, stop! Stop. I've read about you. Stay out of my house. Porn. I'm just getting changed. Look away. Fly. Take your your wings and helicopter away somewhere else. Exactly. (laughs) So the biggest reporter covering. All these Mothman sightings is a man by the it's name Richard of Richard Gear. Yes, Richard Gear and Laura Lane <laughs> himself uh, is John Keel. Mm-hmm. Now, John Keel is like a legit reporter and journalist, but he uh-huh. loves covering paranormal. And in this coast to coast episode, the the host is like, "So, how do you get paid to like cover the paranormal?" And John Keel is like, "Well, I cover a lot of other stuff too. Like, I always have to find mm-hmm. other stories in those areas because." You know, people still kind of... That doesn't pay the bills. Right, exactly. But he loved Mm -hmm. it. And he's covered all kinds of things. And what brought him to Point Pleasant is so funny. There was a story he'd heard about a kid who had a cat with wings. And he was charging 10 cents for people to come see this cat. (laughs) (laughs) So naturally, John Keel is like, oh, I've got to go. I need to go see this cat. 100%. Now, unfortunately, by the time he got there... The wings had fallen off of the cat. <laughs> oh, they were isn't like that some, funny. Isn't that funny? Uh, and hmm. what's funny is in this this uh, coast to coast episode, they talk about this woman who had said that the cat was hers, but then when the wings fell off, she was like, "No, that's not my cat." <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> like you greedy bitch! That's hilarious. <laughs> so while the wings had fallen off the cat. It was interesting enough for John Keel to stay around because there were other mm-hmm. weird goings on happening in this area. Oh my God. People yes. reported seeing lights in the sky going up and down the Ohio River. And these lights were the size of large beach balls and they would change colors. He said yes. the lights and uh, the lights seemed to be intelligent. If you'd flash your <gasps> flashlight three times at them, they'd flash back three times. And if you oh tried God. to shine the light on them, they'd move out of the way. <gasps> are they still spotted to this day uh i don't think so i think it all happened around this time i might be wrong sorry john uh-huh. keel if you're still alive Ooh, i didn't look that up <laughs> no he died i just googled. okay okay i just googled it because i was like you. i want to interview him on our podcast oh maybe from the I'm other sure side we could get him 
Yeah, he did, he did a long time ago. Uh, what's really weird is that people who like got too close to the lights or stared at them for too long would come <gasps> away with burns and they'd have like conjunctivitis in their eyes for days and people wondered oh if it God. was radiation. Radiation. So weird. Oh, that's crazy. So there's all this weird stuff going on and Keel is going back and it's forth. It's like all this weird stuff. It's just literally like, like radiation we're trying poisoning. to... Yeah, like we're just trying to create nuclear weapons, yeah. and they're just casting off the oh, waste no, into the it's Ohio aliens. River. Ooh. People are like, "How spooky!" And they're like, "Yes, yes. <laughs> we have it. We didn't have a nuclear spill, Mm-mm, not at all, from that TNT oh, factory that was in your town." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shit. So he's going back and forth from New York City, where he lives, to Point Pleasant, and he said so much activity was happening that by the time he'd get back to his apartment from his trip, there'd be voicemails <gasps> saying, "Like, dude, you got." to come back like more creepy stuff has happened so then he drive oh all God. the way and it's like over a thousand miles to get there so it's yeah. like an investment that he's making uh-huh. wow so like but he knew like he knew there was like something right worth there looking was something there. worth looking into uh-huh. so as we said the mothman prophecies movie is like loosely based on his account uh-huh. but there actually uh-huh. are scenes in the movie that when i first watched it i assumed were just hollywood like all made up yeah like dramatization right. but are actually things that happened to keel Um, One of the weirdest things that happened to him throughout the course of his investigations are weird phone calls that he would get. And they'd often sound like mechanical phone or mechanical voices. And um, there's one scene in the movie. It's probably one of the creepiest scenes where Richard Gere is just getting these phone calls and they're freaking him out. And so he pulls the phone out of the wall to stop Uh the phone from ringing and it rings Uh again. (gasps) <gasps> and that happened to John Keel in real life. Oh my God! Isn't that creepy? I know that's so creepy. <laughs> well, what would they say? Um, well, that's a good question because a lot of them <sighs> would predict weird or like horrible <gasps> things that were going to happen. Oh my! Gosh. So, for example, Keel says that one of these voices predicted MLK's assassination. <gasps> he said that the voice told him it, that MLK would be shot in the throat. And Keel said he tried to contact MLK's group, and he actually learned that a lot of other people had gotten this prediction too. Oh, you know why? Because the fucking CIA did mm-hmm. it. Sorry. Right. <laughs> There's my first hot, hot take. take for the evening. <laughs> it also predicted that the Pope was going to be assassinated, and there was actually mm-hmm. an incident where a man attacked a priest, but the guards were able to subdue him. All kinds of weird predictions. And sometimes it's like these voices would follow him like without like he would go to stay at a hotel that he didn't plan on staying. Like he'd just pull off on the side of the road and uh-huh. stay at a hotel and there'd be and a voicemail waiting for him when he got there <gasps> like from these weird mechanical voices. So creepy. But Super the weird. biggest prediction of all was that there was going to be an accident on the Ohio River. Now, there were right. a lot of chemical plants all along the Ohio River, and he really worried that it was going to be one Hence of those. the glowing yeah, orbs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beach-sized balls of light flying through the sky. <laughs> and none of us could see after we saw them. <laughs> uh, but so because he was so scared of these possible you know explosions at these chemical plants yeah. every time he'd go to point pleasant he would take a gas mask with him oh wow and he didn't know what to do he's like do i tell someone but i don't want to freak people yeah. out i also don't want to be like charged with something if a plant does explode like i don't want to implicate myself yeah yeah so all, during all this time, he's hearing reports of the Mothman and he's looking for signs of it. He says that he would go out into the woods and search for nests, search for anything, and he couldn't find anything. He did find odd footprints that looked like giant dog footprints, but he couldn't get the University of West Virginia to look at them. 
And at one time in the snow next to the road, he found mm. one single human footprint without shoes. <laughs> not two. Oh, that's weird. Not any footprints around it. Just one just human one. footprint. <gasps> and it's so funny. In the Coast to Coast, he's describing mm. that. And Art, the host, goes, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so funny. <laughs> That's amazing. Now, one of my favorite things about this story is that around this time, the theory of the men in black is really starting to gain traction. Yeah. And it's really prevalent in Point Pleasant. Keel says oh. that the FBI men were always poking around Point Pleasant. And you Crazy. could identify them by how they looked. He said that mm -hmm. they had very short hair. They would wear a hat and uh, Oxford shoes and neckties, things mm -hmm. that you would not normally see out in a little town in West Virginia. Huh. And, you know, like living in a small town, you can, I mean, we can spot a tourist. You can spot oh, someone easily. who's not from here. Uh -huh. There was a woman who lived near the Silver Bridge, um, which is a disaster we're going to talk about at the end. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. two days before said disaster, she saw two men in Oxfords that were well-shined, wearing plaid jackets, climbing around the bridge. She said she'd never seen people climbing the bridge before, and it just didn't make any sense to her. Yeah, because why would you? Right. What do you got to do on mm -hmm. there? And, like, also she mentioned yeah. that, like, in the winter, people are wearing boots. And, like, why are you wearing Oxfords in the yeah, snow yeah, yeah, yeah. and climbing on this bridge? Suspicious. Yeah. Super weird. There was a man who knocked on the door of a housewife asking to use her phone. He's dressed all in black, over six feet tall, and spoke with an accent she couldn't place. Keel wondered, mm. are they government agents, aliens undercover? Yeah. And they would always mm -hmm. show up after a UFO sighting or extraterrestrial encounters and often would try mm -hmm. to silence the witnesses with threats. It's funny because when I was a kid and I watched like the movie Men in Black, Here I just thought that's like what Men in Black. In... Yes, which is a great movie in my childhood. Um, <laughs> I thought that's what Men in Black were. And then when I got older, I was like, no, oh, the Men in Black are yeah. sinister. Mm -hmm. They are oppressive. They are suspicious uh -huh. as fuck. They might uh -huh. be aliens. They might work for the government. They might be right. both. Might be aliens that work for the government. Right. We could do seven episodes. Actually, we should do seven totally. episodes we on should. Men in Black. But <laughs> yeah, it's like... Uh, Maybe that's a conspiracy theory that they made that movie. So oh that yeah, that Keel brings it up. He's like, like, yeah, like a... they turned it into a comedy. Like, and it's mm -hmm. and interestingly, Keel actually was a government employee for a couple of years, and he oh, gets into that where he like would try to talk to people about UFO experiences, and he said mm -hmm. he was in this office of one guy, and a woman came in with a file, and he was like, "That's not supposed to be spoken about," and like was being all you know. <gasps> but then Keel wondered, like, are they just trying to like? give me something to talk about like you know yeah, something yeah, yeah. to be stupid are they fucking with exactly me or are they messing with me yeah it's like um you know my next door neighbor is a retired FBI yes. agent and i asked him about um if ufos are real or if the x-files are real or if he ever like yeah heard or saw anything Do you know or Fox anything he couldn't explain <laughs> and he said can neither confirm nor deny that oh, Haley. Best i was answer. like yes <laughs> Yes. Thank you, neighbor. He's just, he's just <laughs> laughing and shaking his head. I'm like, oh, I just want to follow you around and hear all your stories. Finally. <laughs> finally, it's confirmed. <laughs> so funny. So working alongside Keel for a lot of these investigations was a local reporter named Mary Heyer. She worked for the Athens Messenger in Athens, Ohio. And nice. she would was kind of like the sounding board for all of these experiences that people were having. Cool. If they'd see a UFO, hear weird hear weird humming sounds, see strange lights in the sky, they'd call Mary. Mm -hmm. In one mm. weekend, she received over 500 calls. 
Oh my gosh. And one man quipped that the monster reminded him of his mother-in-law, especially the red eyes set six inches apart. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. And so despite these like funny things, Hire really took him, you know, to heart. Like she really believed yeah, that this was yeah. going on. And she and Keel actually saw a craft together. <gasps> They're driving in Point Pleasant and they saw a huge rectangle with a glowing red orb in the center. And as soon as he caught it in his flashlight, it shot up into the air. And oh my God. Keel was convinced that both the Mothman and these UFO sightings were intertwined since all of this uh-huh. was happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Now, interestingly... Mary Heyer was also spoken to by the uh, the men in black. They marched into her office. She said they looked identical. And she thought that they were going to want to talk about the bridge. But instead, they wanted to talk about the UFO activity. And when she told them her story, they suggested that she kill the story and then left. Spooky. Now, Heyer's niece, Connie, was... uh, stopped by a a man in black she was walking to school when a guy in a buick pulled up beside her and tried to pull her into the car (gasps) she hid in her house and the next day someone slid a note under her door that said be careful girl i can get you yet (gasps) terrifying it's scary if it was like the men in black and it's even scarier if yeah. it was just like a neighborhood creep. Uh, side note, this is a very big mm-hmm. side note, uh, but it's a story that has stuck with me my entire life. My mm-hmm. my dad and my Aunt Joyce are four years apart and uh-huh. they grew up in Detroit, Michigan. And one mm-hmm. night my grandparents, I guess, wanted to go out. And so they left my dad in Joyce's care because, you know, like in the mm-hmm. 50s, people just left their kids with each other when yes. they're like seven. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> they did that in the 80s. Yes, yeah, probably. <laughs> We were like the first generation. We're like, That's yeah, you can't leave a nine-year-old idea. by yeah. themselves. Your yeah. nine-year-old can't watch your six-year-old. It doesn't, yes. doesn't work. No. So no. they got a knock on the door and, <gasps> you know, they were told never to answer the door. And so they asked right. who it was and no one answered. And there was a knock again and they didn't answer. And then they oh saw God. a knife slide under the <gasps> door and go back and forth under the door terrifying oh my god i know and like you have to wonder were they like trying to see what was under the door or were yeah, they trying to yeah. scare them or who knows but oh my terrifying. god terrifying yeah terrifying what did they do do you know i think they hid in the bedroom and then you know eventually their parents oh came god. home thank god <sighs> so all this weird stuff is happening and mm-hmm. you know higher not only is seeing ufo crafts and like getting all these messages about mothman but she's also having really terrifying strange recurring dreams her dreams feature people drowning she sees christmas packages floating in the water and she can't shake this feeling of imminent doom oh no now there's another woman who's named virginia thomas and she has almost identical testimony she lived in the tnt area where the mothman was first seen and a lot Mm -hmm. of people actually thought that he lived there like that was his main area like he lived in the like the old in the old bunkers yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and virginia said that the bunkers never made any noise but on november 2nd 1967 she heard an unusually large hum so she went to investigate and saw a large shadow stretched across the grass (gasps) she saw its bright red eyes and then they (gasps) broke eye contact and it darted into the woods faster than a person could run And when she went to bed, she had a terrible nightmare that occurred for several nights in a row. And she's quoted as saying, I saw a lot of strange people around the river, like some sort of invasion or something. We grab the kids and run. I can't figure out what it means. And that brings us to the night of December 15th, 1967. 
God. It's around 5 p.m. People are out Christmas shopping. You know, it's December 15th, last minute shopping. Mm-hmm. And so there's mm-hmm. all kinds of traffic on the Silver Bridge, which, as we said mm-hmm. before, connects Point Pleasant and Gallup Police, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And there's so much traffic that it goes to a standstill. Now, the Silver Bridge was a suspension bridge. And for those of you who don't know, a suspension bridge mm-hmm. carries vertical loads through curved cables in tension. So they transfer mm-hmm. that load to the towers, which carries them by vertical compression to the ground. And there's all, you know, it's just a very impressive mm-hmm. kind of bridge. Mm-hmm. The Silver Bridge was built in 1928. And generally around 4,000 cars a day cross it. And it had never been updated or rebuilt to accommodate all those cars. Oh, shit. Now, there's a woman on the bridge by the name of Charlene Wood. And she's driving a white 1967 Pontiac with a black vinyl top. She's pregnant. She works at a hair salon. And she just went and had a long day of work. Went and checked on her parents who lived in Point Pleasant. And now she's heading home to Ohio. Oh, no. She says, as I was approaching the bridge, the light changed. When it went to green, I started over the bridge, and there was a loud, terrible shaking of the bridge. My father was a riverboat captain and had talked about barges hitting the pier. So when I heard that, I automatically put my car in reverse. (gasps) Smart girl. And then there's a sharp crack that the Department of Transportation said sounded like a gunshot. And then electric sparks rain all over the vehicles. The bridge decks shook and flipped over sending 31 cars flying into the freezing water oh my and within God. 20 seconds it was all over but what oh. about charlene her car had stalled and by the time it stopped and she was able to reverse again she was on the very edge of where the bridge broke <gasps> off so the car in front oh of her went God. over and she describes oh it as dominoes God. seeing all these cars fly into the water and their lights going off and falling into the ohio river oh my god she said you could hear people screaming it was terrible by the time i went to the end of the bridge i had gone into shock she remembered looking around and seeing wires dangling and eventually a state patrolman oh came to her car and walked her off the bridge Oh, my God. A man by the name of Bill Needham was not as lucky. He was midway across the bridge when it collapsed. Lucky for him, he had the window down in his truck, about halfway down. Uh So he was able to swim out and escape. But he didn't know how much he'd have to swim, you know, because how far down in the river was the truck. And what I thought was such a haunting line is that he could tell he had less, you know, he didn't have to go much further because the water started getting lighter. Like the feeling, the thought of like, if you're so deep in water, it must just feel like you are being covered Uh by, you know, you are, you're being covered by tons and tons of water. Yeah. He was in the water, the 40 degree water for 15 minutes. (gasps) Horrible. And he actually had broken his back in the crash. So imagine floating in this freezing water with a broken back, completely in shock. Sadly, his partner, Robert Toe, had been in the back of the truck sleeping, and apparently he had tried to wake him up, but it didn't work, and his partner died in the back of the truck. I'm not sure if partner means, you know, his husband or work partner or what have you. Or like business partner. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know, but either way, it's terribly Uh tragic. There was a young woman, 18 years old, by the name of Marjorie Boggs. She's in the car with her husband, Howard, and their young son, And Mm -hmm. they crash into the river. Howard is pulled to safety. And the first thing he says is, I hope Marjorie and my son got out okay. Unfortunately, their bodies were found six weeks later in their cars. Oh, my God. They didn't even make it out of the car. No, they didn't even make it out of the car. And this might, I mean, 
this is really shitty of me probably but how the fuck did he yeah get howard how the fuck did you get out of the car like kid. you didn't like yeah. grab them yeah. like did you just swim for your i mean mm-hmm. obviously none of us mm-hmm. can say what we could would do in that situation but i would really hope my first thought would be to grab my kid yeah i would hope that my instinct to protect my child would be stronger than my survival exactly. instinct which would be to just swim right i'm thinking of howard mm-hmm. on the safety deck being like well i really hope marjorie got out okay like you fucker yeah. like did you look yeah did you try or did you just yeah you have to wonder if you're like hit by a wall of cold water right what would you and do you don't have a breath mm-hmm. you're you know i'm sure there's some survival instinct which is like well i just need to get yeah. up so i can breathe and like you right. know but but like still a kid yeah your baby i don't know leaving your kid mm-hmm. <laughs> whenever i drive along tramp harbor like there's this drive that like every day we have to i have to drive along the water mm-hmm. and there's no um like guard barrier rail. or anything mm-hmm. yeah there's no guardrail if you make a wrong turn you're in the ocean it's not that deep right there but like when the tide is in still scary it's deep enough mm-hmm. and i always think like okay if i accidentally went over the edge or like if someone hit my car mm-hmm. i would have to just start putting my window down right away but then like I'm like, okay, but not the whole way, but enough that I yeah. could get out. And yeah. like, so then I could climb into the back seat, get Russell out of mm-hmm. his car seat and the car wouldn't be full of water mm-hmm. yet. And then I could like swim. And it's just like, fuck her. Like, that's my worst nightmare. I know. It's my I've worst seen some nightmare. tips that like you could take your headrest off and use the metal yes, parts. To, and use that yeah. to break mm-hmm. the window. Uh-huh. I saw, I saw this dumb video of a woman who was driving her oh, car no. on ice, like it, it was like a place where people ice fish and stuff, but she was just driving like yeah. a moron and then drove into a place where the ice was really thin and her <gasps> car starts sinking and she gets out and stands on top of the car and starts taking a selfie to show that <gasps> this is what's happening. And like social you media has I. ruined us. <laughs> oh my ruined God. Us. Yeah. I have that nightmare like all the time, not all the time, but often where I'm driving and I accidentally go like off the cliff for whatever reason towards water and like that will be like my nightmare will be like oh this is it like this oh my is god it. I'm gonna do hit you the hit water the water now, and then I'll then I'll wake oh, up oh yeah. you've never hit the water no I'll hit the water oh, and god. then wake up one time I hit the water and I survived really yeah what does it feel one like time. when you hit the water in your dream mm, just like I have my seatbelt on and like it's okay you know like it's just like sudden impact and then I just like swim out. Oh my god, that's stressful. It's, yeah, it's. Does it normally happen when you're stressed terrifying out? Terrifying brain. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's a stress dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say I'll probably have have it tonight because yeah. we talked about it. Let me know Stupid in the morning, Haley. Yeah. So, this was the deadliest bridge disaster in U.S. history. Oh my god! Right, thirty-one cars went into the water, sending sixty-four mm-hmm. people into its forty-degree depths. People were holding on to anything they could to stay afloat in the freezing water, like mm-hmm. Christmas presents. Remember Mary Heyer's dream? Oh my goodness. About yep. presents floating in the Ohio River. Mm-hmm. Talk about a premonition. I know how much you love those. <sighs> that is so creepy. <laughs> um, sadly, 46 of those 64 people died. Oh, wow. I just, wow. reading this right now, I had a little moment of dyslexia realizing that 64 went in and 46. Yeah died Mm -hmm. it's a little weird Mm -hmm. spooky now wow remember right before christmas i I mean it's always sad when 46 people die in a bridge accident but especially christmas yeah remember the housewife i mentioned before that was harassed by the men in black yes she died in the silver bridge collapse (gasps) oh crazy right yeah 
Now, one of the wow. things that the Mothman Prophecies movie gets wrong, and it's funny, I only know this because I just watched the trailer before we're recording. <laughs> it's been a minute since I saw it. Get you in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Ben was like, you want to watch it after you record? It's like, yes, of course I yeah, do. Oh my God, I, I want to watch you it. You should. Um, they mm-hmm. say in the movie that 99 people died, which as we know is not correct. I'm like, why did oh, they weird. choose that? Yeah. Like, you could have just been accurate and used the correct yeah. number. I don't, I don't really strange. get it. That's mm-hmm. strange. So why did the bridge fall? Well, the problem was traced back to a small stress crack inside the bearing mm-hmm. loop of the I-bar 330, so the things holding it up. It was a three millimeter wide flaw. Wow. It hadn't been checked or updated. And supposedly this crack had been there since the bridge was built, which I'm like, uh, hello. Why oh didn't God. we fix that? Yeah. You said it was built in 1928. Yes. You, wow. Good memory. Yes. The, it was built in 1928. Yeah. How could you not update it? I know. You know, Especially when you think you about like what cars, yeah, and like what cars looked like and what traffic they would have mm-hmm. had in 1928 compared to and how important this each and every cord is yeah. on a suspension bridge. Like I looked mm-hmm. up what the um I bar looks like and it's like a very uh-huh. important part. Like it holds the whole yeah. suspension line. Like how could you be okay Crazy. with there being a crack in that for that many years? The bridge was eventually replaced in 1969 by the Silver Memorial Bridge, which is one mile downstream, and there was a memorial installed in Point Pleasant to commemorate the victims. Now, interestingly, Mothman was not seen again once the bridge collapsed. Some say they Mm. saw him flying over the bridge the day that it collapsed, but not again. So... Some people say he was telling them yeah, that he mm-hmm. was the a heart. Some people think he was a harbinger of bad things, while others felt like yeah. they were trying to warn them. Um, yeah. You know, he brought dreams and visions. Um, mm-hmm. Some people thought that he was just there to collect the souls after such a bad disaster. <gasps> others Spooky. believed he was kind of like an angel. But if that's what angels are like, I don't really want to meet any. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> There was a line in this Coast to Coast episode that really stuck with me. And it seems pretty obvious, but I just hadn't really thought about it before. They were talking about how he was kind of letting them know the future. And um, John Keel and the host were talking about how many people in the world believe they can predict the future. And they said, Mm -hmm. you know, if people can predict the future, that means that it already exists. Like in another dimension, the the future Mm -hmm. is already written out. And... I just yeah. was like, I mean, obviously, but I just hadn't thought of it like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yes, like free will's, free will right. is an illusion. <laughs> right. Well, and that goes like to biblical beliefs too, you know, that yeah. everything is predetermined and what have you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. bizarre. So, you know, if, if his mission was indeed to warn people of destruction, there may be some evidence to support that. After the Mothman prophecies came out, there were a bunch of people who started saying that they'd seen Mothman flying over Chernobyl before and after that horrible nuclear explosion. Crazy. People said, in 2005, people said that five control room workers, again, that number five, saw a large headless bird with fiery red eyes flying over the site. Um, other employees and locals said they saw a creature flying over the site and town. Some people had bad nightmares, and this became known as the Blackbird of Chernobyl. Oh my! They gosh. told their supervisors and wondered what to do, but the 
disaster happen before they could act. Now, some people wonder, Crazy. I don't remember this, but I guess there's a line in the movie where they say that the Mothman was seen at Chernobyl. And remember, these sightings aren't reported until after the movie. So some people think it's been fabricated. Mm. People are mm -hmm. remembering what they want to remember based on the film. Right, right. Now, you're going to love this one. Oh. There are people who say they spotted Mothman before 9-11. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I, yep. I love mm -hmm. it. I live for this. Yes, I this know. This is like chef's kiss. Yes. Chef's kiss for me. Uh, it's, they say it's... Obviously not right, that 9-11 right, yeah. happened. I'm glad you could. 9-11 is not chef's kiss. No, 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 no. no. Mothman flying yes, around is the towers chef's is chef's yeah. kiss. Yeah. They say it circled mm -hmm. the building just before and after the terrorist attack. And there's actually photos of what people say is the Mothman. Yes. Now, you know, some people say it's like a bird out of focus. It is uh -huh. weird looking. I mean, I'm gonna Google it. I Google seen it. it. Yeah. So, so long, when you if you see the about. photo from like far away, it looks like a seagull. But then you see the, like the zoomed in version, and you're like, huh, mm -hmm. that is curious. I'm curious to see what you think. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Mothman. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean about like from, from far away. away. But, but then, then when you when zoom you... in, it's like, what is that? Like that's not like yeah the like seagull's legs aren't that right. Long. It's weird. It's definitely mm -hmm. weird. Now, there's another bridge incident, um, which is kind of close to home for me because my aunt and uncle live in Minnesota, in Minneapolis, to be precise. And my cousin was visiting them in 2007 for a summer. And on August 1st, the I-35 West Mississippi River Bridge in downtown Minneapolis collapsed. And I remember <gasps> oh this because we called my aunt and uncle like, are you guys all okay? Like, like Ryan's okay? with you. Is everything fine? They were. I believe oh they were gosh. able to see it from their condo. This like huge, horrible thing wow. that had happened. Yeah. Now, interestingly, the Mississippi River Bridge was built in 1967, which was the same year that the Silver Bridge collapsed. Spooky. Mm -hmm. On this day there, on August 1st, there was construction on the bridge. Traffic slowed to a crawl. And at 6.05, it roared and shook before plummeting into the water below 13 people oh died 145 were injured and 111 vehicles were destroyed and apparently wow. residents reported a winged human figure before the collapse mm. oh my goodness in 2008 in april he was reported seen in chihuahua mexico he chased students through an apple orchard and shortly after the sightings cases of swine flu skyrocketed <gasps> Oh, my gosh. Super weird. So we've got all mm -hmm. of these sightings. We've got all of these consistent reports. But what are some theories behind this Mothman? Mm -hmm. The most boring theory of all is that it's just all in people's heads. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> Who so wants lame. to hear about that? Is it the power nope. of suggestion? You know, the descriptions were so consistent that some people thought it was, you know, mass delusion or confirmation bias. But we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> Who wants to talk no. about real Next. science? <laughs> Dismissed. Now, these ones really annoy me. Police at the time said that all of these folks were confusing a winged man for an unusually large heron that was off of its migration route. Eat my shorts. <laughs> yeah, like, I know what a heron looks exactly. like. Exactly. And it's not, not a huge ass 
No. Maybe sometimes sexy man no. that resembles a moth. Exactly. No. Uh, a wildlife biologist at WSU says that the sightings fit a sandhill crane, which really pisses me off because I grew up mm-hmm. with sandhill cranes in Florida. Oh, really? And they do not look like that. Yes, they have red eyes and they have like a red hood. Oh, but like no, but they look like little bitchy exactly. birds. Exactly. At the tallest, like scary, they're like three creatures. feet tall. Like they're not yeah. a 10 foot tall man. So... Like, no. you're just offending me and anyone else who says that... No. And they can't chase a car no. and they can't fly 70 miles an hour. Exactly. And everyone who saw this said, there's no way that I saw yeah. a crane. Yeah. Come on. And there are other people mm-hmm. who believe that it was an owl. Like, come on. <laughs> people. That it, That is not... No. That is obviously not a reasonable obviously conclusion to draw not. from this. Now, what if it was a flesh and blood animal? You know, we've talked about the TNT area that seeps all this stuff into the river. Actually, the U.S. government named that area one of the top 10 most polluted sites in the country. Could Mm. it have caused a mutation? People said Mm. that there were frogs the size of dinner plates that roamed the area. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as we know from Chernobyl, the bird and rodent population saw strange effects. But there's never been a case of two species joining like a moth <laughs> and yeah, a man. <laughs> yeah. This is like the hills have eyes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, this was really interesting. Um, there are similarities between the Hindu god Garuda. It is a, depicted as a giant bird or man with like a beak-like nose and feathered wings. And apparently oh. he would appear shortly before disaster struck. And actually, the original title of Keel's book, Mothman Prophecies, was going to be The Year of the Garuda. Huh. But at the last minute, he decided to change it to Mothman Prophecies. Because people were like, yeah, no. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's well, and like, how could people you... know what Mothman is? Right. And like, why would a Hindu god be in West Virginia? It just doesn't yeah. really seem to make yeah. sense. I mean, I don't know why Mothman uh-huh. would be in West Virginia. Because <laughs> um, he's trying to warn right, them. Warn he's them. a gentle soul. Exactly. This is the like challenging thing, I think. If you see Mothman, it's like, uh oh. It might be that. What? No, that. It's like, oh. uh oh. <laughs> no just that the mothman is warning me the world's about to end but it's like uh yeah it's like okay is a bridge gonna collapse is there gonna be a terrorist attack is you know like it could be so many he's warned people of so many things there's gonna be fucking swine flu outbreak who knows shit exactly well how how you're not really helping me because you're just telling me something bad's about to happen that i can't really prepare for exactly but i guess you need to listen to the crazy dreams that you're having because that's what he sends the messages in i Uh, guess true so he's he's like uh get in touch with your right inner yeah but like maybe you could not like squeal at me and you could like just talk yeah. <laughs> can you write a note yeah, like you know something helpful like just communicate a little bit more yeah effectively. like don't take my dog bandit like maybe just tell me that the bridge is gonna collapse <laughs> yeah so i guess if you see mothman like pay attention to the dream that you yeah. have that night and the following and also don't drive okay. on any bridges don't go in any tall buildings and don't go around Probably any people just stay in your house <laughs> yeah. which is actually fine this is a great time yeah. to see mothman because all i I'm actually surprised we haven't seen Mothman before the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. like, come on, Mothman. He's just flying around the whole fucking world like, you guys! <laughs> just squeaking. Just squeaking at everyone on Earth. <laughs> well, that's another thing I wondered. Like, okay, he's like shown up before certain disasters, but like what about all the other disasters that mm-hmm. like he hasn't shown up like what about the holocaust he doesn't care about like, those he's ri- he's anti-semitic <laughs> yeah, i guess so he's an and, asshole and possibly uh, racist yeah. 
Screw you, Mothman. <laughs> uh, nope. No longer Team Mothman. Hot Anti-semite. take number two. <laughs> so um, some other weird thoughts people had was that maybe it was a banshee because those would warn of approaching death Ooh, by wailing and screeching. Yeah. In Scottish folklore, banshees appear by creeks and rivers to wash the clothes of those about to die. <sighs> Unfortunately, you know, banshees generally look like ghostly women with long white hair. And yeah. that's not what Mothman looks like. Yeah. Now, my favorite theory is Keel's, uh, which was that this was from another planet and it was tied with the UFO sightings he's encountered. Mm-hmm. I should mm-hmm. note that while I think Keel seems like a really cool guy, he does admit to having seen the abominable snowman. And oh. <laughs> it's kind of like the rope ladder for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you can. I think there's like a there's a cryptid allowance. Yeah. And if you see one, it's cool. And if you see multiple, you're fucking nuts. And there's no in uh-huh. between. And I guess I feel like for some reason, if you had admitted to seeing a Yeti, I'd be like, okay, maybe. Yeah. But abominable yeah. snowman is just like, like is that real? <laughs> yeah. You want to have Where, called it Did that? you see it on TV? <laughs> yeah. My son loves that Were you high? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Mm. Now, he believes that these manifestations will often cluster in certain areas century after century, kind of like that thin place we've talked about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Not far from Point Pleasant is a town called Moundsville. It's home to the Mm -hmm. Grave Creek Mound in the Ohio River Valley. And it's one of the largest conical type burial mounds in the United States. It stands at 62 feet high and 240 feet wide. And it was built by the Adena culture thousands of years ago. There's mounds are like all in the shapes of snakes. And it's really a... a, They're burial mounds? Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, that's badass. Mm -hmm. Cool. cool, This whole area has had a lot of mysterious events. In Flatwoods, West Virginia, they had a monster sighting in 1952. These kids, after seeing this of course bright red light fly through the sky and crash on a hillside followed it and saw a 10 foot monster with a blood red body and a green face that seemed to glow they said it may have had claws for hands but it was hard to tell because of the dense mist (laughs) (gasps) spooky there's been dense mist here for weeks no where's our monster we're ripe ripe for a cryptid sighting (laughs) In Sistersville in 1896, the community was awakened by a very bright light that just came out of the sky. Like it woke everyone up in the middle of the night of how bright the whole town was. And they Mm -hmm. never had an answer for what that was. Oh, weird. Mm -hmm. In the early 1900s, the area was known for what they call thunderbirds. These were giant birds with 12-foot wingspans. And in Algonquin mythology, the Thunderbird controlled mm-hmm. the upper world, while the underworld was controlled by the underwater panther or the great horned serpent. And the Thunderbird created not just thunder, but lightning lightning bolts, and it cast that at the underworld creatures. Oh, cool. And there's actually... There's a lot of Thunderbird mythology, I think, in the First Nations, like where yeah. I grew up. Uh-huh. Um, and actually, it's, pioneers it's really cool. reported seeing Thunderbirds as well, which is funny, because I feel like pioneers are so like christian things we will not Uh deviate uh they sang it just like that (laughs) (laughs) every sunday every sunday every day every day (laughs) (laughs) christian things we will not deviate i like that (laughs) um john keel wrote in his book about flying humanoids in the 1870s i guess there was a dark figure with wings that flew over coney island in broad daylight Oh my God, they say yes. it performed aerial acrobatics before disappearing. 
Oh my god! And I knew I was born in the wrong mm-hmm. century. And then in want to see that shit. 1880, a similar or the same creature showed up on September 12th. But this time, people didn't think it was a monster, but perhaps a man with a homemade air glider. What? And then in 1905, people in California reported a titanic-sized white bird. So there's all kinds of weird things. There's also mm. kind of a side note one. There's a character called the Gray Man of South Carolina that dates back hundreds of years to 1822 and he's this cloaked figure that roams the beaches at Polly's island ahead of major storms that threaten the area so there's kind (gasps) of this like theme of these otherworldly creatures yeah who come to warn us before bad things because they've seen that other timeline that shows the future yeah yeah yeah. it's crazy Uh shit I love it now our least favorite theory comes to us from the committee for skeptical inquiry who vowed to debunk the mothman no I'm over my dead body skeptical inquirers are supposed to believe i know not these guys especially not joe nickel who concluded oh you bummer that it was a barn owl what now i want to play for I've you i've seen a barn owl the sound before. of a barn owl i want i want you to hear this one in particular <laughs> i want to hear it because yeah, the, the title of it is sounding. a screech in the night comma it might be an owl <laughs> i think it is so you're walking along with your sweetheart oh so i mean like pretty scary <laughs> yeah 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 um but what really pissed me off is there's a guy by the name of that doesn't sound like a squeak though no it sounds like yeah an owl rob Beauregard of Drexel University's Academy of Natural Sciences says that all haunted houses and ghosts can be attributed to barn owls. I'm like, what? Excuse me, haunted places aren't just deemed haunted because of screeches. Like, yeah, what? Excuse me? Like, what? what is wrong with you? It just really pissed me off. <laughs> that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Thank you. That's the stupidest Thank hot you. take I've ever come across. Thank you. Like, that all haunted houses can be attributed to owls. Do you know anything about haunted houses, Rob? Because apparently um, did not. Did they make that doorknob explode when Shannon Thank tried you. to touch it? Because I don't think owls know how to do owls. that. It was just barn owls. It's so dumb. Did barn owls tell her friend to tell her that her mom said don't get a tattoo? Exactly. Did barn owls carry red glowing lights on their bellies in the sky when they saw UFOs? Mm, don't think mm. so. Mm, I don't think they're mm. that smart. Do no offense, owls, owls wear dresses and walk back and forth through hallways? Don't think so. <laughs> Only <laughs> but cool I'd like to ones. See it. <laughs> yeah. Only funny ones that I would pay money to watch. <laughs> uh, also, barn owls just don't match the description of Mothman. They have like no. orange and white color and brown, and they yeah. have apparently low eye shine. So, like, if you were to flash a flashlight of their eyes, it oh, wouldn't pick it, wouldn't it up. Be reflective. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people have said maybe it was a barred owl, which is native to West Virginia, but those only Uh grow to be two feet tall. So I don't think anybody is thinking that they're a mothman. It's not a fucking owl. Exactly. Or a Also, 10 foot wingspan. Exactly. Owls don't have a 10 foot wingspan. No. Now, Joe Nickel, our guy from above, says that most people were probably misinterpreting average events. He says the UFO that uh, Keel and Hire saw was probably an airplane. He found out mm. there was actually a prankster pilot who liked to fly over town in his private plane to scare the locals. And he says that in the spring of 1967, the anonymous pilot flew dangerously close to a hilltop. And remember, Keel and Hire saw the craft near a hilltop. So psh, uh, Nichols says that maybe they saw what they wanted to see. But that doesn't explain Mary Hire's prophetic dreams. So... 
Yeah, nice yeah. try. He Bummer. also learned of a hoaxer who dressed in spooky Halloween costumes and hid in the TNT area and jumped out at cars to scare them. But as oh, he looked that. into that more, he lost track of who said they were the prankster. So I don't believe mm. that theory. He also mm-hmm. spoke to a local hotel owner by the name of Rush Finley, who said that construction workers had tied red lights to weighted helium balloons as a prank and floated them over the hills in Point Pleasant. But I'm sorry, what? balloons can't change your car at 60 miles per hour so i don't believe that's sounding very unlikely now they're well and like maybe okay maybe a third of the reports were people seeing pranksters trying to trick them into thinking something that still doesn't count for there's no way that guy could have been in a hundred different places yes exactly in different towns a hundred miles south or whatever you said like there's that's not no nope no nope doesn't explain it. Sorry. In 2016, Mothman supposedly returned to Point Pleasant. Oh, check that bridge, folks. I know, I know. On Sunday, November 20th, a resident was driving through the town. The road was clear and quiet, but he suddenly had this strange feeling of dread. And then above him in the sky, he saw the dark figure flying between the oh trees God. and he snapped several pictures. Google it. <gasps> Crazy picture. Very compelling. 2016? Mm-hmm. He shared the photo online but refused interview requests. So he wouldn't be on TV. He wouldn't be mentioned in newspapers. So it's not like he was in it for the fame. And thankfully, uh-huh. no tragedy followed. But interestingly, this sighting was exactly 50 years since its first sighting, which was also in November. Oh, my Crazy, goodness. right? Yeah. What do you think of that picture? Terrifying. Right? Super weird. Truly. Uh-huh. Most recently, the... Mothman has been sighted at the Chicago O'Hare International Airport by a 15-year postal (gasps) service worker. Oh, yeah. I heard about (laughs) this. So she says, this is her quote, I had just left work at the USPS sorting facility at O'Hare Airport at about 11 p.m. on Thursday, the 24th of September, and was walking out to my car when I saw something standing at the far end of the parking lot where I usually park. At first, I thought it was a very tall person with a long coat. As I got closer to my car, I unlocked it, which caused my headlights to come on. My headlights hit the person standing about 20 to 25 feet from my car, causing it to turn and look right at me. I saw this was not some person, but some red-eyed creature, and what appeared to be a coat were actually wings which it spread out as it turned to look at me at first i thought it was some kind of very very large bird but i've never seen any bird that stood almost seven feet tall i'm five four and this thing looked taller than me by at least two feet this thing then started making some type of chirping sound almost a half chirp and a half click like someone was clicking their tongue but much much faster it then made some type of screeching sound and took off running toward me it got to within 10 feet of me and took off into the air and flew above me <gasps> oh my God. crazy so he's still so crazy out there now if you want to celebrate the mothman you can you can head to point pleasant Always. and visit their <gasps> annual mothman festival that first took place in oh 2002 the same year the movie came out they unveiled an awesome statue in 2003 it's like this silver cool statue it's like super jacked <laughs> it's and awesome. it makes you wonder if that is where the, the porn who, comes from <laughs> that person who carved it also maybe wrote a few creative yeah. fictions <laughs> he's not only a carving artist he's an, a yes. writer as well the yes. celebration is held on the weekend every third weekend of september they have guest speakers hay rides to interesting places in point pleasant they have Mothman pancake eating contests. Apparently, moths what like pancakes. 
<laughs> like, are the pancakes Why? shaped like Mothman? <laughs> are they his favorite type? They made a joke on uh, My Favorite Murder where they were like, you should have a wool sweater eating contest because that would be more accurate. <laughs> but That's most funny. importantly, the Mothman mm-hmm. Festival has a statue to commemorate Bandit who lost his life due to the Mothman, or so we think. Unless he's living in that field like Haley wants to Like how that's more importantly (laughs) than all the people who died. We've got a a statue of the dog. (laughs) The innocent. Something about about dogs, yeah. Something about them. So I want to know what you think after hearing all these stories and theories. 100% I'm a believer in Mothman. Same, same, no doubt about Mm -hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah no i it's it's one of the ones where uh, i'm like oh 100 yeah, it happened it. not even a single doubt yeah. in my mind like i need to talk to all yeah. the people just to hear their stories because i want to yeah. not because i need to yeah. believe i already do and i think this will like continue to happen yeah you know yeah mm-hmm. well i mean it still mm-hmm. is apparently you know it's flying around yeah. 9-11 yeah. he's flying around i mean if i had been that person at chicago here i would have been like uh-oh what's Better about get to the happen? fuck out of here mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. I do wonder, like, why is this terrifying thing something that is, like, doing good by letting us know? Or or is it something yeah, bad? Yeah, like, is it not terrifying? Right. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I mean, he's not really doing anything mean. Like, he's not. No. He's just flying by people, which is scaring yeah. them. But maybe he's not trying to scare right. them. Maybe, maybe he's, he's like, like, no, like, listen. <laughs> the bridge is yeah. going to collapse, you Damn fucking idiots. <laughs> Chirp, 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 chirp. Yeah, they just hear squeaking. <laughs> He's like, "Well, so I guess sad. I'll just hang out in this radioactive plant because they're not listening to yeah. me." <laughs> yeah, basically, eat some plate-sized frog while I'm at it. I wonder yeah, where oh Mothman lives when he's not talking about impending devastation. Mm, he's got like a cool den mm, somewhere, a cave, a moth cave. Mm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. What do moths live in? That's a stupid question. My window when the light is on. <laughs> yeah, That's how we'll get truly. him to come to us. <laughs> on my back, the screen on my back door. <laughs> That's what will draw yeah. him. The light. I don't think they like make houses. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> uh, they just sleep out in the open. They don't have like a crazy moths. Cocoon or anything. Not going to house oh, me. I'm a moth. I go where I want. They live free and they die young. <laughs> Unless you're the Mothman. He lives forever. Yep. In true. here. True. My dark heart. <laughs> <laughs> I actually looked up some pretty cool Mothman tattoos. Like I just was Googling Mothman and it showed tattoos Ooh. of him. And I was like, this is a great tattoo. Yeah. How do I not have a cryptid tattoo? I don't know. I don't know. You need I kind of feel like I'll get big Bigfoot at some yeah, point. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, we're going to have to have an episode on him at some point. <laughs> there's a lot of Bigfoot erotic fiction as well. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet there's a lot of things you can find. <laughs> I am the aficionado of cryptid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the curator, the Easy Bake Coven curator of cryptid erotica. <laughs> that's something for your linkedin profile immediately (laughs) i will uh endorse you for that on linkedin (laughs) can agree that she's a freak yes (laughs) hundred percent very much yes so what are we eating tonight (sighs) tonight gonna have these oh, cute little scones so cute which i put raspberry jam oh on God. but it kind of looks like blood oh i love it no they're adorable 
Oh my god. Um, what flavor are yeah, they? they... Mm, Plain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess what flavor is the jelly on top? Uh, raspberry. Okay. Oh, so this is raspberry jam mm-hmm. from Narwhal Farm <gasps> here on the oh, island. Fun. Have yes. you had it before today? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like a favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Okay. It's like freezer jam. Oh yeah. So you yeah, yeah, I love it. Okay. It's delicious. Yeah. Let's, um I was like, yes, let's dig let's in. Again, I can't wait. <laughs> Mmm. They're perfectly bite-sized. Mmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're actually... So I was good. surprised. I, I ate one earlier. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I do that every time. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I yeah. never do. Today, oh. today I was really hungry. I have to make sure it's right. And sometimes it's, it's not. Uh, see, I'm like... um. If it's shitty, then that Whatever. will be a funny learning experience. I mean, mm-hmm. if it's shitty, it still probably can't be that bad because it's sugar and flour. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so this is a this is a recipe from that website that's like two hundred and fifty easy bake oven oh, recipes yeah. or whatever. Uh huh. Wow, um, so it's a real um, one. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that was missing was um, we're supposed to put cream of tartar. Oh in yeah, it. and I don't own that, mm. so I just didn't put it. Well, in. it probably would have been but, a tiny amount. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like nothing. Right. Whatever is missing can't be that. Well, I can't tell that it's missing. It's like one. <laughs> it's like one eighth teaspoon, mm-hmm. you know, of mm-hmm. each thing. Um. Yeah, it's just like a pretty regular. I never made a scone before mm. in my life. I love scones. Um. Yeah, I do are too. Delicious. Also, um, thank you. The other, like, barometer I use for judging is like, is the dough good? Oh for, yeah. Like, anything that I want to bake, and the dough is quite good, mm. and I didn't feel bad eating it because there's no raw egg in it. Mm. But I did the last two nights in a row make a half batch of the mini cookie dough from yes. like many, many weeks One ago. One of our OG recipes. With a spoon. Yeah. Mm. It's really good. So, so good. No regrets. Mm-hmm. No nope. regrets. Um, yeah. So this is like very easy. It said to bake for 15 minutes in the easy bake oven, but after like 11 minutes, I could smell that they were oh, mm-hmm. like browning. Mm-hmm. You have to make them so small. Yeah. And I made them really thin, but you have to make things really small in the Easy Bake Oven. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it will burn on the bottom and not cook through. It's like it's being cooked by a light bulb or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a toy designed for children to not hurt themselves and not meant to be. But that light bulb gets hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I think you could easily burn yourself. Oh, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to give an update on Harmony Oh Montgomery. my god, there's an update. Yeah, it's I mean it's not huge, but it's something. This update was from today. Oh my god. And um they are narrowing down the window of time in which she went missing. Oh. And now they say that she was last seen with her dad and stepmom up to two weeks after they claimed she had moved back in with her biological mother. We all know that she never moved back in with her biological mother, but at least now there's like eyewitness reports to say like, no, she definitely didn't. She was seen with you past then. They said that they had handed her off on Thanksgiving of 2019. And now (coughs) they say she likely disappeared between Thanksgiving and December 10th of that year. And um, at the time that she went missing her mom and dad were living in a car oh my they'd God. been evicted on the 27th of november from their house in, in manchester so now people have multiple people have reported seeing her with them in the days after when they were living in their car after they were evicted so oh we know God. it was after when they claimed that she had been back with her mom um and they had they had two kids together at that time 
plus her. Oh, and I guess wait, are we talking? Is this stepmom? Yeah, this is stepmom. Okay. okay. And I guess since they've had another, and so people reported seeing them all together, and then one day Harmony was just gone. And what? And they still have the other kid. Yeah, yeah. Now, th- oh now they're both in jail. Um, the her dad and her stepmom. It makes me worry that they sold her. I was thinking the exact same thing because they have no motive and then to also, kill her. Like, in in like a weird way, hopeful that they sold her because then maybe she's still alive. Right. Yeah, you know, like I wouldn't. I, I don't. I mean. don't really. Yeah, like maybe she's still alive, but because they were living in a car, yeah, they needed with multiple money. Children, they really needed money. Oh my god! And she's like adorable. So like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's enough. I'm I'm sure we'll know more. Is there any? It seems like they're getting closer. Has her her birth what? mom said anything? More? Yeah, it's so sad. Um, I don't think I've seen anything from her since I posted that really long yeah. caption on Instagram a couple weeks ago. But, um, so if you need to catch up, go read that caption. There's a sweet photo of her. Um, her birth mom is basically like, I lost custody of her and they took her away from me and I've been trying to find her for months and months oh and God. months. And like, no one would believe me that something was wrong. And then she said, like, if you're out there, honey, I just want you to know that I never stopped looking for you. Like, I'm going to find you. I never stopped loving for you. I've always cared about you. Oh, my God. Yeah. She was taken away from her mom because her mom had substance use issues, Mm -hmm. which she since like worked on and I guess is sober. Mm -hmm. It's just heartbreaking, you know? Like, she made a mistake. She fucked (sighs) up. She got her kid taken away. It happens. She tried to like become a better person. Yeah. Yeah. And then just really for that shithead to do something with her. Right? Hmm. So sad. Okay, so the woman that we're going to talk about tonight is named Wanda Faye Walker. And she went missing in 2016. And at the time, she was 60 years old. Oh, no. I realized that we hadn't really covered any yeah. one that was like a senior. Um, yeah. And like, she just looks like a, like a sweet grandma. You oh. know, she just looks like a, a sweet, cute grandma. Um, she was last seen leaving her residence in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, on October 4th, 2016. She'd been living there with her cousin. And after three days of not being able to find their grandmother, the family reported Wanda missing to the police. Oh. I kind of am like, why would you wait three days? Yeah, That's so weird. Especially with a, I couldn't a, find... a senior citizen. Like, what if they got disoriented yeah. or something? Right? Like, yeah. I, so I just find that kind of strange. Yeah. Um, she was an employee of a local Dollar Tree. And she missed two days of work, which was really unlike her. So mm. people were concerned. And then a week later, her car was located, uh, like, in a different area of town, I guess. And the car contained many of her personal belongings that she would have taken with her had she oh. run away. Um, but the car also contained evidence of a struggle. Oh, no. So they believe, I guess this is what the FBI says, that um, Wanda had a physical confrontation with someone that she knew. And then that person drove Wanda's car to the location where they left it. Oh, my God. And left it in that area because they must be familiar with that location. And then also located inside the car was a significant amount of plant material called privet, which I guess is like dirt or something. Mm. So that's, that's another clue. But that's basically it. At the time, she was 60... Um, she's five foot seven. She's got brown eyes and her hair, she's black. So her hair is naturally brown, but she had dyed it blonde at that time. And, um, 180 pounds approximately. Um, there's a $10,000 reward for any information leading to the arrest or conviction. Oh, and conviction of anyone involved in this case. And if you have any, um, information such as potential sightings or any other details, your tips can be submitted anonymously 
at tips.fbi.gov or by phone to 1-800-CALL-FBI. That's so sad. Yeah. There's just so many people that just, oh, she looks so nice. Yeah. She just looks like a sweet grandma. Yeah. Like I can just totally picture the sweet lady that works at the Dollar Tree yeah. and is like, "Hi, honey, how yeah, you doing exactly. today?" You know? Yeah. Uh, fuck, man. What the fuck, what man? What a messed up. And world. yeah, I find it weird that her family wouldn't report her missing for three days. Yeah. Like fuck. I hope if I didn't come home, I would be reported missing that night. Right. Right. Ugh. Mm-hmm. And then you would, and then you would look for the men in black because they would yes. have taken me because I know too much. You know, that's just something to to wonder about. Like. So why did the men in black just disappear? Why aren't they following people anymore? Or are they? Or are they? You just don't hear about it because they don't, they don't fuck up now. Are they now. the men in denim now? <laughs> they look like <laughs> Canadians, but they're not. Yes. <laughs> pretending to be friendly. <laughs> Little do you know. Or do they actually have like mind erasing devices like in the movie? So that, mm. you know... That's how you lose time when you're in a car and then all of a sudden it's 10 minutes later. Spooky. Or they give you psychedelics like an MKUltra, you know, Mm -hmm. so you don't remember that they even visited you and you forget whatever Mm -hmm. they wanted you to forget. Or they just suicide you. Mm. Done. Disappeared. Who knows, man? Who knows? Weird things. We live. That's something they talked about in that Coast to Coast episode. John Keel and Art were both like, Mm -hmm. it's a weird world. There's a lot of weird things we can't explain. I challenge everyone to go listen to that episode because mm-hmm. it was so good. And like, I love that we live in a world where you can't explain a lot of the things, you know, like that's what makes it a fun world to live in. I think. But anyway. isn't it crazy that there are so many people who just think, no, that's not true about anything, anything yeah. unexplainable you yeah. bring to them. They're like, no, that's not possible. Well, Ghosts aren't real. It's Spirits too, aren't real. Not real. It's too scary to exist in a world where like the foundations that we live on or shaky you know or you just have such little imagination that you can't think of a world where that's boring as fuck i mean i don't want to live in a world where i think none of those things are possible right come on have a little bit of like magical thinking a little Mm -hmm. bit yeah Mm -hmm. come on totally so much more fun totally Mm -hmm. i'm here for it hundred percent i want to believe yes Mm -hmm. now tell me your one good thing good thing good thing oh i never i don't think i ever acknowledged this on the podcast and my truck is back rosie the <gasps> yes! truck i've been driving her around looking like a hot bitch the indicators oh, don't work yeah. so watch out bash on <laughs> when well, my some... hand comes out the window that means i'm turning left <laughs> i mean like all these f100 groups mm. on facebook which is like me uh-huh. actually it's kind of funny it's me and a lot of old white guys so like if i ever post anything <laughs> about my truck like some one time someone commented looks real good brother keep up the good work or something like that because they just assume that you're a guy like there's no it's not even within the realm of possibility that yeah. a woman could be in like, this facebook thanks, group brother thanks brother <laughs> someone said i think it was in one of my f100 groups that their like their indicators weren't working so they like put their hand out the window to do like the you know like turn signals and people were waving at them like what's up because like people our age and younger like don't know what that is i guess oh my god (laughs) isn't that funny yeah so when i like go anywhere in my truck i plan out routes where i don't have to make a left-hand turn in a four-way stop smart yeah, because otherwise I'm like, uh-uh. otherwise the shit will hit the fan, especially on this island. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, funny how people will like tailgate me, and I'm like, you know, she I may not reliably yeah. stop. You yeah. know, yeah, I'm going as fast as this yeah, truck will take exactly. me. Exactly. 
Break, check like, me, bitch. Yeah, Dare exactly. You. Like one, my one truck of us... is made of steel and yeah, yours exactly. is made of plastic. Yeah, there was this little. <laughs> I think it was a little BMW or an Audi. One of the two. Yeah. I can't remember now. Like tailgating me, and I was like, "We'll see who wins yeah. this." Good I luck. give you a hint. It will be me. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably have like a tiny dent, and your whole bumper will be gone. Yeah, so. no, you'll be dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the You're back of go my right truck through will it. go through <laughs> your windshield. Like, we always say that about the van. Whenever we're driving the van on the highway, we're like, "Well, we'll just barrel through whatever." Fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cars were d- built different back then yes truly i feel like ricky bobby though do you know that have you seen talladega Nights? oh yeah okay so you know when he like comes back after his accident and he's like uh-huh. i'm flying it feels so good like, i'm only going 20 miles an hour yeah <laughs> it's me i'll be like flying down like past the golf course and i'm like bumping around and my Ooh. tire i really need new tires they're like 30 uh-huh. something years old so i'm like bumping uh-huh. around like flying and then i'm like i'm going 40 miles an hour like i'm not even it's loud in there you know yeah. the w- oh, it's yeah. not properly sealed so the uh-huh. wind is blowing at me even though the window is up yeah that's ex- the van has this little like i mean whenever we're on a road trip we have to like yell uh-huh. at each other to talk oh yeah and yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. this little door maybe your truck has it too there's this mm-hmm. little door by your feet that you can like open up to let air in to like circulate <laughs> and it's like no, the weirdest favorite. little thing that's hilarious <laughs> that's so funny like i mean i guess like, that would be sense. dirty engine through. air yeah right right yeah probably so that's so funny that's so but exciting yeah, what a nice relief to have her home oh I my like, god just you know we'll go does russ just want to be in it all the time uh yeah uh-huh yeah he like wants to go out in the garage and like climb in yeah. rosie mm-hmm. but Aww. then like um uh, matt went to the neighbors yesterday and um and like started the truck up and she lives in the garage so uh-huh. russ heard it inside and was kind of like whoa what was oh that? like what is that yeah and then he goes like i think that was rosie i'm like yeah <laughs> buddy yeah, it was, was. <laughs> Woo, let's, go, let's go watch her drive away she looks real good <laughs> oh that's yeah. so nice mm-hmm. what a relief yeah yeah it's fun good it's your good thing well, um, I, as we said last episode, Ben took me on a surprise trip and we went to yes. LA and we went to Harry Potter World, which I'd never so been to before. Fun. Oh, I can't wait to hear all about it. Oh my God. I felt like a little kid. Like I uh-huh. was just so like Hogwarts. Oh my God. Yeah. It was like being on <laughs> the set. Like, oh uh-huh. my God. Yeah. It was just so cool. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so funny. So there's like this, um, wand uh show you can go to it's like in the wand shop oh and i've heard about this oh my god it was so corny there's oh, really? like this these two um guys and mm-hmm. they're just we're all in this group we're all just standing uh-huh. in this wand shop and there's a woman uh-huh. with like a horrible british accent like it was so oh, bad god. i don't know why she decided to have a british accent you don't uh-huh. need it yeah. And she's like the wand master. And so she just like picks oh. someone out of the crowd and it happens to be one of these two guys. Mm-hmm. And so this guy goes to the front of the room and we're all just like snickering because it's so uh-huh. awkward. It's so cheesy. It's and so weird. cheesy. And she's like, what is your name? And he's like, Hawaii. She goes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we all are just dying. And so, you know, they go through the whole thing like they do in the movie where she picks yeah, out a like wand. the wand and, has chosen you and yeah, like the wind exactly. is blowing. Yeah, literally a spotlight uh-huh. shone down on his head and wind oh blew through God. the room and That's we amazing. all lost it. <laughs> it was so, so funny. funny and they were such good troopers these two guys uh-huh. i mean it was so uh-huh. cute 
Uh, but yeah, it was so much fun and it was beautiful. It was like 70 degrees out and there were very few people. Like the longest we waited for something was like 25, 30 <gasps> minutes, which is Oh, that's amazing. Of. Yeah, it was awesome. And then we went to Santa Monica Pier yesterday and made fun beautiful. of all these people doing photo shoots, which was so funny. <laughs> there was like literally... You should have taken videos for influencers in the wild. Do you follow that account? There is one. Oh yeah, hell yeah, I do. There's one video it. I took that like maybe could work, but they're minors. So I don't know if it would work. There's uh, these like girls, like t- they look like twins almost, probably mm-hmm. like 12. And they're dressed in these like pink cargo pants and tank tops. And they've got these other minions of little girls surrounding them. (gasps) And they're making some kind of video. Child gang. Oh, no. Yeah. They, like, made them all run out into the ocean. And the whole time, their momager is, like, recording on her phone. Like, you just (gasps) know she's mama manager. Oh, God. Oh, my God. And she's just, like, oh, all smiles and so stoked into, like, watching. It was so gross. It was so weird so cringy to me yeah so that was silly to watch um and we went to the planetarium and watched this Mm -hmm. great yeah totally amusing um we watched this amazing video at the griffith observatory planetarium Uh called centered in the universe oh yeah i've seen it oh every time i watch Mm -hmm. a show at a planetarium i get like emotional i'm just like we're so so little in this big vast world and there's no way there aren't aliens (laughs) there has to be Mm -hmm. aliens because look Mm -hmm. at all these planets just look at the andromeda galaxy so much bigger yeah i know it's just crazy Mm -hmm. so yeah we just had a great time and it was such a nice sweet quick trip like friday through sunday you know yeah yeah in and Mm -hmm. out so had a really nice time and it made turning 31 just fine but we were in our Terrible. our airbnb and ben got me this cake from a local bakery like they've I written my name that. on it that's, that's so, so cute. cute good job benji yeah so good and originally we were gonna eat it at the restaurant like they were gonna light the candles and whatever but we were mm-hmm. both full i was like let's just take it home and just eat yeah. it at home uh-huh. and so <laughs> we didn't have a lighter and they had like this little toaster oven so like ben lit a q-tip <laughs> The candles. Oh God! <laughs> then, Burned down an Airbnb exactly. for your birthday. And then the only candles he'd been able to find were trick candles, and so oh, I'd blow so them out, and they'd and smoke, they and then they'd light back up. And so he like <laughs> ran them outside because we were scared the fire alarm was going to go off. That and then he had so to throw funny. them into the sink and set water on. <laughs> that is so funny. It was such a Ben and Elise moment. Yeah, like this is very, classic. Very on brand. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so it was really good. I feel That's awesome. Yeah, it was really nice. So, and the birthday surprises will continue <gasps> through the week. Yes, there's another I asked, surprise. I asked Ben for your address because I was going to send you roses to arrive oh today. Because I thought I found um like an a U.S. source for roses. So I was like, okay, oh. it's not great to ship them, but they're from California, so that's not so bad. But then I looked online, and they're not. They're from South America, like sold so by a California grower who's out oh, of season. So they wow. say our California grown roses are available this month through this month, and our deluxe garden roses are available like in the during winter, basically. Oh my and God. I was like, we are not contributing no. to this pollution, no. slave labor in South America, and, and you know pesticides. You're my rose today. I'm just looking at my rose here. (laughs) I'll be your rose anytime. (laughs) The roses are our matching phone cases. Yes, that's right. In every Uh way that we are in sync, which is quite often these days. Like literally always. It's very weird. It's uncanny in the best way. borderline unsettling. It is. Like, are we two pieces of one soul? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What do you 
like, wait, do you? Yeah, did you not know that already? (laughs) 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 Fucking idiot, Haley. (laughs) Good point. Good point. No, silly me. Duh. 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 Well, I think this was really fun. I love the Mothman. Yes. Oh my God. I love it. I never even, like, I don't know why I didn't even think to cover this. I'm so glad that you did because it's fucking perfect. Well, I just felt like, you know, your chef's kiss, your last episode, because it was so silly and fun, reminded me of Mothman, which even Mm -hmm. though it's creepy and sad, also is silly and fun. It's fun. Yeah. You know, fun fun tangent. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 love so, it love it well done keep an eye you out did him for justice. that flying man bird over the skies <laughs> and let us know if you see him <laughs> yeah oh my god text me yeah, if you text see him me immediately we'll send you give my number right now no i'm not <laughs> no do not <laughs> someone messaged us on instagram that was like hey i really like your podcast could you send me a sticker and then i was like do they follow us no <laughs> it's like you don't like our podcast. You just you want don't a free like sticker. it that no. much. Oh my god! No. Yeah. So I did not respond, and I did not <laughs> sticker. So How if I was wrong, and you really that? do listen to our podcast, and you hear this, message us again and be like, "No, no, I actually do like it." But also but you follow won't. us. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch. Weird. <laughs> Weird. But if you really That's do strange. love our podcast and want a sticker, go ahead and message us. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. If much. you're not that one person who <laughs> yeah. pre- who pretended to be a fan, oh, yeah. oh, I have to give a shout out. Oh my god give us a I shout almost, out i almost forgot so matt was like he had his like all company meeting the other day uh, yes so he was like you have to leave the house <laughs> so russell and i were like getting ready to go and so he came upstairs because he was like getting set up and i and i was like i don't know talking shit or whatever and he was like that's my wife Haley." <laughs> he probably didn't <laughs> that say idiot like that. <laughs> yeah he was like that's Haley in the background and then i just hear a voice go oh my god i love your podcast <gasps> it was who like was it who was his it? coworker tippy so hey oh my tippy, god. tippy love what you. a cute name right i just think of tippy hedron and then i think of the birds and then i'm like oh. you're a spooky bitch too and i love it love it so thanks for listening speaking thanks of for birds. making me look cool in front of my yes. husband who thinks i'm lame so cool yeah. speaking yeah. of the birds we're having lots of tangents tonight which is fine as, as always yeah um we went on a studio tour at universal and oh, we yes. got to see the actual set of psycho and the bates oh, motel yes. and i uh-huh. was like uh-huh dying yes dying so good so good so good i couldn't believe uh-huh. it like this is actually where they filmed this oh my god amazing yeah and we also saw the airplane they used in war of the world and that cost like hundreds of thousands of dollars and months to make and it was in the movie for four minutes <laughs> oh my god <laughs> classic so, cool, though. Yeah. so fun so, cool. so much fun the 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 tour guide was like i know this is ruining movie magic for you i was like no this is making this is movie making, magic for me yes. this is so fucking cool yeah because this is real this. Uh-huh. yeah i want to see how they do it all let me in on all the sets i want to watch that is, that's so awesome. cool so so fun yeah well now in a roundabout way we've covered all the things <laughs> Talk the birds, uh, Harry Styles. Still dream about him. Okay, Harry check, Styles. check, 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 check. Uh, um, bingo, bingo card. <laughs> bingo. Nailed it. That's a bingo. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, folks, as always, don't forget to keep it spooky and make it sweet. Happy, Happy hunting. hunting!